Insects buzz and flutter around the tavern, floating down the river wide. What a wonderful teal radiance! Crow the oak moon creates a humid breeze that refreshes the patron inside. Today, hundreds of conversations, tone and loud voices fills the room. Around the hearth, amidst the bustle and tussle, two old friends toast a drink to a reunion. Today, we are joined by John Kersey, author of Moonsoon. John is a dear friend and a mentor、uh, for my D and D obsession. <laughs> You can check out Moonsoon at on Twitter at Moonsoon Tuge on Facebook also with the same name at Moonsoon Tuge. It is an honor to have you join us, John. Hello, hello, everybody.、Uh, I'm Jean Jean Curcy.、Um, I've been a player of D and D for quite a while now, maybe thirty thirty three years, something like that.、Uh, mostly DMing,、yeah. and、um, I'm, I'm also an author and、um, I'm. Writing、uh, an RPG that will be published、uh, very soon called Moonsoon,、uh, which is a D&D fifth edition、um, campaign setting and、um, and、uh, scenario and campaign.、Um, yeah, so I I've started playing D&D on the second edition, and then I've been I've been of course trying other games,、uh, but mostly I'm I'm a D&D、uh, monster. And, um, <laughs> yes, a monster and a mentor. <laughs>、uh, thank you,、yeah. Jack, for the invitation. Uh, yeah, and, It's an、uh, yeah. honor, John.、Uh, you you <laughs> are my you、uh, you you、uh, you are my mentor in uh, uh, in terms of D and D. You're the, you're the one who actually introduced me to D and D. And I, I remember you telling me like, okay, if you want to play on my campaign, you have to wait for two years, Jack. And like, I actually had to wait to play in Moonsoon. So,、uh, and it was a blast.、Uh, even though we 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 didn't get a chance to finish the campaign, but it was still an amazing time. And I.、Uh, And yeah, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast as well, John. Thank you very much. I, I have to say that for the not finishing campaign, I'm I'm very guilty of actually never finishing campaign. I, I never PM <laughs> the campaign to the end.、Um, one reason of this is that I'm always focused on the the path, not the not the goal. And、mm-hmm. so I I I used to play for decades, not stopping players if they are fun. Uh, for the pretense of advancing the, the scenario, or the story,、uh, sometimes it happened to, to role-play stupid session in a, in a blacksmith for <laughs>、yeah. hours because the players are enjoying it and everybody's enjoying it. So this is、uh, that has been since the very beginning. As I was a kid,、uh, discovering RPG is a getaway for me. That's a chance to open a gate to another world. And 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 just disappear and do something else. So so yeah, I, I don't finish campaign. I'm very guilty of this.、Um, I mean, I in your defense, the camp. Yeah, in your yeah. defense, the campaign is over 90 episodes at this point. So. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. This one, 90 episodes. The previous one was running for like 10 years plus, and one 150 episodes. And sometimes there is a break because life goes in the way. And but、mm-hmm. at the end of the day.、Um, The, the the scenario. If you if you have a great group, and why stopping? Why why?、Uh, for which reason? <laughs>、uh, and I think I will link to the the first topic you want me to speak about. Is session zero?、Um, yeah. It, it should start with a good session zero.、Um, mm-hmm. So because it's very important to make sure a group is all aligned in expectation、um, mm-hmm. and. Because there is so many ways to play D and D or to play RPG. There is as many. It's, it's a saying, right? There is as many ways to play D and D as there are DMs.、Um, 
Um, mm -hmm. And uh, I, I had a long break because I changed countries. And um, the, the last time I, I DM that starts the COVID crisis. Uh, so I, I, I decided to take a break. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, no, it's a joke. Um, and uh, and <laughs> actually, mm -hmm. now I start a new group and I have another DM. And um, we, we did it lightly at the beginning. But mm -hmm. it's important to say, okay, what will be the tone? Mm -hmm. And uh, and so one of the characters of this new campaign just started, the girl said, oh, I want to play two characters, two gnomes on top of each other with a kind of huge jacket. So they believe they are an elf, but they are two characters. And oh, wow, okay. I was like, oh, okay, but that's Monty Python. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's very important at that point to make sure you don't have Gandalf on one side and then the black knight <laughs> yeah. Monty Peter on the other because <laughs> the group will not work. So yes. So yeah, I, I think the, the first step of the, the, the session zero, I think I believe a good session zero, is to make sure um we agree on the tone. We agree mm -hmm. on the humor. We agree yeah. on the violence level. Okay. We agree on all these things. Um mm -hmm. and also I, I of course I, I used to start in the tavern like some Mm -hmm. Everybody did it. You start in a tavern and there is an ad. And and now, actually, I, I prefer to start with a, a theme of the group. And D&D um, mm -hmm. start doing this as well. Now, they, they created it in the Eberron, the Eberron 5e campaign settings. They have this idea that you, you choose a faction. And you choose mm -hmm. not a faction, yeah. you choose a group which has a purpose. So you are all journalists or you are yeah. all criminals. And or a spy group. Mm -hmm. Oh, exactly. Or oh, you're all spy. And as much as it's fun to have, it can be fun to have some inter-party conflict, I, I grow very tired to constantly having mm -hmm. to manage the bard that wants to have a relationship with a waitress and mm -hmm. the paladin that is very rigid and monomaniac and mm -hmm. the rogue that wants to steal everything he sees. And of course, characters constantly bitchering. Uh, mm -hmm. So, so that's what we did for this new campaign. I, I start, and one of the guy wants to play a paladin, and another a cleric. I'm like, okay, great. So I would play a rogue, but I will play a religious rogue. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because so, the group is very centered on religion already, with two big major characters who are playing yeah. a cleric and a paladin. So yeah. Yeah. So I will play a religious rogue, and I will play a lawful rogue. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I will play a rogue, which is not a street urchin, a chaotic, who do what he wants when he wants, and just like, and you know, let's watch the world burn. But in, I will in play. In a millennial term, like not an edgelord, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, so yes. Uh, he, he will play uh, a, a spy, a trained spy, a kingdom spy. Uh, mm, which okay, actually that's cool. That's pretty cool. Fail, mm -hmm. fail from grace, and now desperately want to regain the favor of the queen, uh, mm -hmm. and he fail very low because he just he just fucked up. He, he screwed mm -hmm. his missions uh, three times in a row, uh, so he's a <laughs> failure. Uh, and so, uh -huh. having a religious rogue makes sure that we will have a team with a much bigger harmony. Mm -hmm. And yeah. and again, maybe some group of players like PvP, some DM like PvP. They like to have players fighting each other and so on. I mm -hmm. hate that. Um, mm -hmm. I, I think D&D, for me, it's a game of collaboration. It's a game where yeah. to make adventure together, craft story together, mm -hmm. not against each other. Not yeah. my story but, against your story. 
Yeah, play, players are uh, the if the, there's like a I I feel like player stories have to support each other rather than they don't have to go against each other to make a good story. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I and I I think I find I understand what you mean by like at some point you do get tired of the interparty conflict because the antagonist is out there and you are you are a group of friends who are traveling together to to overcome the uh this this uh this conflict right to to save the world at the end of the day the D and D as a fantasy game is about going on adventure and 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 like being heroes so. So there, there, there is an idea that you really need to like align yourself. Like you said, with the, uh, the rogue of being religious, it doesn't. It, you don't have to be always a street urchin for that. Or I remember the time you sit us down for the Curse of Straw campaign for the Session Zero. We mm-hmm. talk about like this is a horror game, guys. This is a this is a horror game. There is going to be this kind of tone. So I, uh, we really need to be. Our characters need to be. Uh, gritty they need to have that solemn uh uh feel to 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 their way of life and all these kind of things and i and i, I think created a ranger that is about he's, he's a he's a failed bounty hunter who is now trying to hunt a monster right and he yeah. he always has his social issues uh so these anxieties are built into the game because this is a setting that we are going to be playing together this alignment is very important i think and if we have the two gnome in that story, it wouldn't work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. And if you recall, there is another thing now that uh, I, I try to, to to propose for this, this new campaign opening, uh, but I'm not mm-hmm. a DM, so I, I go to read the flow, is mm-hmm. this simple choice, stealth or steal. It's like mm. nothing worse for me than a rogue or, or, or a bard or a sneaky character or wizard with his familiar. That is constantly sp- uh, checking uh, ahead, and the group is constantly waiting for it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, or you have constantly one stealthy character which is constantly running stealth, like mm-hmm. ten times per scenario. And mm-hmm. every single time you have behind him the big fat warrior with his full plate mail and the big paladin, <laughs> which are cling 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 cling. Alors, it's fun in the Lord of the Rings, you know, when when. Uh, Gimli has the, that. Yeah, yeah. It's not Gimli. It's one of the Hobbits. It's Pippin, oh, the Pip, uh, Marion Pippin who dropped yeah, yeah. the oh, skeleton they, they drop, in the Mimoria. The yeah, bucket, they make a big mess. They, they totally fail the stealth checks. They fumble it and so on. It's cool. It's fun one time. Yes, one single <laughs> time. And it's a big uh, thing in their story because after that, Mary and Pippin are really trying to become better people because of that incident. Right. True. True. Exactly. But I never met uh, warriors that remove the full plate after such an accident, uh, yeah. and <laughs> yeah. and become full play, full full deck character. Uh, <laughs> so mm-hmm. so you will constantly have this mini conflict of the stealthy guy who want to do it stealthy and the noisy guy who don't care because they are noisy mm-hmm. and they know they, they will never succeed their stealth check. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is. This simple question, stealth or steal. So everybody is noisy or everybody is silent. Mm-hmm. And already we decided, uh, kind of, like everybody was like, oh, more or less. So yeah, actually, no, even the paladin is lightly armored. So we mm-hmm. have a kind of stealthy group. We have nobody who mm-hmm. dream to have a, a giant full plate. So mm-hmm. this is what I mean in kind of, it could be this kind of a faction that you serve a faction or a patron. Ah, yes, the rule is called patron. You serve yes, a patron. It's a patron, patron uh, system, yes. Yeah, the, the tone, of course. Okay, we are going to play grim, dark, gritty, funny, whatever. 
and mm-hmm. also the simple thing of of uh, religion mm-hmm. or yes or no it's super mm-hmm. fun to play a group where every character is religious Mm-hmm. And not usually it's only the cleric and the and the paladin and on the fire mm-hmm. camp. Do you believe in God? No, no God on this world. Uh, <laughs> says the barbarian. Uh, so when, um, when the cleric is actually using divine matching in front of you, though. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, play a group which is everybody's religious, and mm-hmm. even better maybe everybody believe in one divinity. Wow. Mm-hmm. You're already, you know, you have so many story seeds coming from this situation. Mm-hmm. You have so many things that can happen. Or, or two mm-hmm. divinities. Uh, or the opposite, a pure atheist group, which is like against, mm-hmm. like an iconoclast group, which is against religion. Uh, yeah, so, and, and, but just, just from that, you can already have your villain set up to be uh, an overzealous Castlevania anime, you know? Uh, with, yeah. the, mm-hmm. with the religion becoming that issue, yeah. From this session zero, actually, you get a full campaign. Mm-hmm. Or at least you get hints and, and way to DM and tips to DM a full campaign mm-hmm. behind. Yeah, I think that, that would be the advice. Like, really do a session zero and ask these questions. And you can have them, you know, on the shit, religious, non-religious, stealth or still. You don't need to, to fill all the boxes, but just mm-hmm. filling a few will avoid to have this kind of copycat groups of a, a cleric. Mm-hmm a fighter, a, a magician, <laughs> and a rogue going together mm-hmm. and meeting in the tavern. And, and, and you know, because maybe also it's, it's because been there, done that. Maybe mm-hmm. it's great to do it. You know, I will start DMing my son, which is four years old this year. <laughs> so, Wait, is so, it going to be Dungeons & Dragons or is it, is it a more like a no, D20 like, system, super, like a lighter super, system, right? A uh, super light system, not, not even <laughs> dice, you know, like tokens you can use. Uh, yes, he can right, advance exactly. stuff. Yeah, it's four, yeah. you know. Uh, but like super light system. No, you know, you know to roll the dice, but but yeah. I don't even. You're want starting to roll early. You're starting very yeah, early. Yeah, <laughs> but it's already there. You know, like just before this podcast, he was bringing me to a magical forest when we had magical mm-hmm. door to open. So imagination is there. Um, yeah. And um, for every every children. And, mm-hmm. uh, and that's the key, right? Imagination is the key. It's not the dice. It's not the rule systems. It's at the end of the day, it's imagination that's. Few are fantasies. Yeah, uh, of course, when you have nothing, you can play with five stones. You know, you 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 gather yeah. on a beach. Uh, <laughs> so so yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, maybe maybe when when you start the end or when you you have just a few years in it, then you want to play these kind of archetypal groups mm-hmm. uh, because there is a pleasure in that. There is a pleasure mm-hmm. in playing the tropes of fantasy. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think I I call at least one character in my life Aragorn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, it was a while yeah. ago, but I, I did it. Maybe even one Legolas, it's possible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, it's always that, right? I, I think I'm currently playing uh, basically uh, Thomas Shelby from uh, Peaky Blinders uh, as a in D and D. So, you know, we do that sometimes. It's it's still fun, uh, but mm-hmm. there are times that you just like. Like you said, like if you have a patron group and if you have a theme, I, I believe in the idea of like limits. Limitations actually create more f- creativity than yeah, being limitless, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you of when course. you when you give a theme like that, it actually gives you the chance to express more of your creativity mm-hmm. playing with that. So I, I agree, I fully agree with that. And you you mentioned about how, like how this this session zero 
basically can actually help you build a campaign. Uh, you, how do you extract that kind of information from a player? And then what you have just listed so far, like uh, the, the well, mechanics. You need to extract. They, they give it on a platter, you know. Well, often the best tricks and, and uh, like cool twist in the scenario were coming when I sit down and I drink a sip of glass of wine and I just listen to the players. And they tell you everything. They tell you everything you need to know. And they, they, they tell you their dreams, their fears. You just have to take your note and write. Oh, that is what you fear. Oh, interesting. <laughs> it's also old school right now. Like, I'm going to sit down with a glass of wine. No, but <laughs> this is... Almost like Strahd. <laughs> listening to the players is a greater mm. source of, of, yes. of scenario and, and twist. Uh, mm -hmm. Because they will... They will tell you what they want. And of course, you can extract the information. You can ask, uh, I, I, maybe I, if I recall well, I'm asking like, what, what, what is a big dream? What is a three big dream of your character? What do yeah. you want to accomplish in your life? And then mm -hmm. you will take these three big dreams and you will make it goals and you will make mm -hmm. it part of the scenario. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And so once you have done this with four players, you have already 12 key moments of the scenario. And mm -hmm. I think um, I, I'm not the only one to believe that. I think no, it's 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 a way that is quite common. I, I mm -hmm. believe in giving the spotlight. You you in one scenario you cannot give the full spotlight to four, to all four characters the same way. It's impossible. Of course. So it's mm -hmm. it's better to get these dreams, and you have three dreams per character. You have twelve dreams already. That's twelve storylines to twelve mm -hmm. high points. Mm -hmm. And then if one scenario that was the highlight of character A, the second mm -hmm. will be a light of character B, and then mm -hmm. C and D. And that's why everybody has a place under the sun, and mm -hmm. uh, everybody has a chance to develop his character to, to, to his liking. And of mm -hmm. course, you will put difficulties. Of course, you will not give hand out the, the dreams on a golden platter. No, never. Of course not. Uh, there never. will be sweat and pain. You need to work um, for it. <laughs> you need to work for it. But uh, but starting again at the session zero, some players cannot. Some players will be like, oh, I don't know. Maybe they can give one. Some players will have already from the get-go a very clear idea of the development mm -hmm. cycle of their character. Um, mm -hmm. And... Uh, uh, and at the end of the day, it's the same thing than any scenario. It's all about the obstacle mm -hmm. and the, the fear and the, the surpassing the obstacle. And then the next obstacle is higher. Mm -hmm. And then going full circle and going back to where you start to enjoy the fruits of your success. Mm -hmm. Or to mm -hmm. see what happened because of your actions. Mm -hmm. And yeah. the, the same way, the Lord of the Ring don't finish when they go back to the county, they, they see the consequences and they go to solve it. Yeah. And this is the hero story, the Luke Skywalker going back to Tatooine. Uh, yeah, and that's all again. It can be done season zero. Of course, it can be done during the game and listening to your players. And uh, yeah. Yeah, I've, recently I've been trying to do more like. Because uh, for the COC game, I've been running now over 30 episodes now. And like every five episodes so, I do a check-in. Like basically a session zero in, in like in the middle of the game sometimes. Uh, not not in the middle of a session, but more like uh, after five episodes, we sit down together like, okay, what's going on? What do you want to, what, 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 
rings true to you? What do you want to pursue more? And that actually helped me help a lot when you actually take, an, uh, uh, take, take a chance to breathe and talk to your players and listen to them. It helps mow the campaign forward. Otherwise, it's sometimes the players may not be able to express as well. I think you have you've mentioned about this kind of issue before uh, when we were playing like three years ago, like in the session zero, just like you mentioned, some players cannot express like what kind of character development they want to go forward with. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they cannot get the three dreams, like you said. And and, and dealing with these kind of uh, situations. Uh, how do you encourage these players? How do you encourage these players? Because you you have mentioned to me before, you are selective in your player choice as well. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so how do you deal with that? Yeah, because uh, being selective just to world one that is not uh, is not like oh, uh, I, I, you're not I being only elitist. <laughs> no, <laughs> but it's just like there is really a type of mm-hmm. game I like and a type of game I don't like, and mm-hmm. um, I I like my fantasy in a certain way, and mm-hmm. and there is people who like D and D in a totally different way, and it's totally okay. Yeah. It's great. It's wonderful. But I just don't want to play. It just uh, not our cup of tea. Exactly, it's not my cup of tea. Um, so. So that, that 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 is the thing, and I think it's it's a it's a wisdom uh, to develop as a DM mm-hmm. to to really read your table and also try to read the players and be honest and genuine, because I mm-hmm. know so many campaigns from and it happened to me as well who got sidetracked or get 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 screwed because one player was not he should not be there, mm-hmm. and because it's not not the same goals mm-hmm. or, or like t- simply time commitment. Like the yeah. older you get, the most important is it, you know, like when you have mm-hmm. a player, which is constantly late or, or co- like missing one session over two, then mm-hmm. we are not here to play the same game. And it's important mm-hmm. to be honest and to be, to be candid with that. Say, okay, you know what? Maybe this is not the kind of game uh, for, for us. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. It, it could be something as stupid as time commitment. And and, mm-hmm. and then not say, oh, but no, it's really my friend. I want to keep playing with him and so on. But every week, the whole group getting nuts because you, you constantly have a player appearing, disappearing, appearing, disappearing in the middle of scene. Some DM can handle that very well. But for me, I don't want to handle this. I handle that in my work already enough. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, we, so. we've, we've had that in our day life already. Yeah. We, we, please, we don't need that the four hour that we will have to spend in, in our entertainment time, you know? So, so I think the session zero is also a great moment to speak of the real life contingency mm-hmm. of this. Like, hey, guys, you know what? I expect dedication to this campaign. And if you are not ready to commit, then I'm sorry, but let's say it now and let's call it a day now. Mm-hmm. It, it can be it can be source of so many frustrations that I think it should be uh, solved uh, before. Uh, it can be yeah. something as, as stupid as financial. Oh, you know, mm-hmm. some you always have group when uh, one one person is always bringing the potato chips and the drink, and one person is never bringing anything. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, this is so common, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Th- th- this is a good moment as well to speak about it in the session zero. 
like that. Um, like it, it's really like it's not just your character; it's your player roles as well, right? Yeah, like who, exactly. Who's going yes. to take notes? Like, please, somebody take notes. You know? Ah, yeah. You remember? No, no. I don't, I don't give the choice of this. I say, okay, I I create these roles, right? So we have yeah. we have a few roles. So depend on many player you have. You have four players. We need mm-hmm. uh we need a journalist. Yes. We will hold the journal. We will keep to take care of the name of people and update mm-hmm. the list every day, every week, mm-hmm. and so on. We need a mm-hmm. map maker, which will be in charge to map places when it's needed. And we mm-hmm. keep hold of every map given to us in the game, keep mm-hmm. annotation fresh, and so on. And then we need a secretary. And the secretary will take care of the loot, of the inventory, yeah. of mm-hmm. all the gold and, and things. Because some people... And I'm guilty of this. I love this. I'm a gnome, you know. I'm a real gnome. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Ten, ten gold coins. Mm, I'm adding that to the pile. Um, and yeah. uh, and I know at the table some people hate that. And and in subcategories when you have the scrolls to identify and, the mag- mm-hmm. and all these things, the potion and the ingredients and so on. And um, and at the beginning of the game, say, like, okay, guys, uh, it's very simple. I have um, these roles to give away. Uh, who's take what? It's not like, hey, do somebody want to take the notes? No, 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 no. No, because, of course, nobody wants to take the note. Uh, <laughs> you just appoint the role, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I have these three roles. Uh, let's say we have three players. And, okay, who wants to take what? And mm-hmm. oh, oh, and generally I have a fourth role because generally I mean many tables are four or five players. I want the, mm-hmm. the, the combat master, the initiative master. Mm-hmm. So this person will be in charge of every single combat to make sure the initiative is written, logged. Mm-hmm. He will he will call the player. He will log the hit points of the monster. He will he will do all this work. Mm-hmm. Um, and so because you have a clear, it's basically, you know, I, I work in human resource for years. It's it's for me a human resource process. <laughs> It's yeah. like let let's be clear of the roles and responsibility. Well, and we're not making a joke in terms of like D and D can. It's actually very useful in managing your team. It is really it useful. It is. It is excellent. It is really excellent. And so, okay, guys, I have these four roles. Who wants to take that? And the players immediately will speak and command, and they are engaged. And if they know that everybody has to do something, then everybody mm-hmm. will do something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it, because it's their responsibility from day one, from session zero, that's their responsibility, they will own it. They will, uh, mm-hmm. they, because they will have to reply to the world group. Mm-hmm. And, and but, an engagement you take willingly is always more easy to, to, to keep and to, uh, and to uphold. And, and just to like entice the DM who may be thinking like, oh, should I be not doing this? It takes a lot of load off of you, your shoulders. Like, oh yeah, really. okay. you have so you have much. So, you, you have so much time to spend on making a better entertain, uh, making a better uh, uh, entertainment for your friends if they exactly. do these work for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. and if I have if I have six players and I have a DG as well. <laughs> yes, and then the marketing guy who basically takes pictures for social media. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, then, it, a joke apart, uh, of course, not all players uh, uh, will have the capacity to do every role, but mm-hmm. um, by 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 simply stating in terms of player and in terms of character mm-hmm. that some things are needed to be at the table. I've always mm-hmm. been very clear to that, guys. A dungeon master will spend hundreds of dollars to acquire all the books. He will mm-hmm. spend 
uncountable hours to create the scenarios, to balance them, to make research, to print puzzles, and so on. The least a player can do is to have a clear engagement of participation in the game, both as a player and as a character. Mm-hmm. I I think with that, that is a that is. That is the advice I really want to end on because that is so important. I totally agree with that. That is. Uh, I just want to add, Jack, one second. I want to add that, uh, like, for example, the the campaign I just started with another DM, it's not uh like that. It's super relaxed. And so it's not even a way of experience because it's a very expensive DM. We have same age, we're 44, Mm -hmm. both of us exactly same age, both play for super long. And and he's not like that at all. He don't take no. He's chill. He's uh, he don't like miniature. He don't like to measure. We play five here. Um, mm-hmm. Old school Renaissance uh, caverns, caverns of trace. Uh, uh-huh. and line of sight, measurement. He don't care about all of this. He's all about eye, eye of the mind and chill, relax. Theater of the mind, exactly. And and um, and it's cool for some people. This is the way they love to play. So. I just want to say this is my experience and my way to play. It's not a universal way. If you you don't want to assign tasks to your players, then don't do it. <laughs> like we say, all of these are uh, experience that are coming from the table as both players or dungeon masters or game masters. And again, not every table is alike. And you find yeah. what you can. And, and and try it. You try it. Something that we discussed today. If you like it, you keep it. If you don't, if it doesn't work for your table, hey, you, you, there's so many other great dungeon masters uh, that you can take inspiration from, right? Exactly. Uh, the idea is you it's need to have an open mind to try new things, so that mm-hmm. it's easier for you, you both as a player or a game master, to have a better experience. Yeah, excellent, and that's a um, very good uh, closing comment. Um, <laughs> uh, do you have like a, a one last advice as uh, an old school man- D and yeah. D mentor? <laughs> well, I, <laughs> I, I I think honestly, mm-hmm. I I told a lot of things about session zero uh, mm-hmm. in a little bit time. This will be at the end of the day where all you have to have fun, right? So whatever yeah. rock your boat and. Uh, and if you like straight campaigns and you do you do half already what was mentioned during this podcast and uh if you yeah that's the thing i think it's like if it works don't fix it it's a mm-hmm. key rule in it yeah. but if you have uncontrolled problems of mm-hmm. of the sort that was mentioned during this session zero then maybe you want to try these solutions mm-hmm. if if you have uncontrolled this kind of player conflict or, or like disengagement or one player having or too much load, and then in that case, you, you want your, your table to be better and more enjoyable and everybody enjoy more, then in that case, try it. If it works, don't fix it. Continue having uh, two gnomes uh, uh, with an impermeable. <laughs> with, uh, with a thing like we have uh, these days. <laughs> um, thank you very much, Jack, for the podcast. Yes, and thank you show? very much, John. Uh, uh, it's a great. Uh, it's been great talking to you again. I would love to have you on the uh, have you on the podcast again for a different topic because I. This is me basically just using this as an excuse to get more advice from you for D and D after such <laughs> a long time. <laughs> yeah, and, okay. and to all to all our friends uh, listening out there, uh, thank you so much and uh, uh, love each other. Hope you have a good night and have fun. Bye bye, everybody. Thank you for joining us, everyone. If you want to check out Moonsoon, you can go on to Twitter at Moonsoon and you can also find it on Facebook at Moonsoon. Links are in the description below.